0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Reiki Radio. I am your host, Yolanda, and today's episode is a fun one, and I'm excited to share with you because we have a special guest who is going to speak to you about how to start your spiritual business today, five easy ways that you can start your spiritual business today. And I know that this is a big topic. I receive emails all the time of people who want to share their light, their work, their gifts, and just don't know where to start. So, today, who you're going to hear from is a man named Mooney Syed. And he is a sought after business coach and marketing strategist for personal development and spiritual businesses of all. All shapes and sizes, which is beautiful to know because a lot of us think we have to model ourselves after other people. But as you will learn today, your authenticity is key. So over the past decade, Mooney has worked with renowned thought leaders, including Tony Robbins, Louise Hay, Wayne Dyer, Neil Donald Walsh, as well as major spiritual media companies, including Hay House, Evolving Wisdom, Gaia Unity and Mind Valley Academy. So, today he provides group and one on one coaching for passionate spiritual entrepreneurs who are excited and ready to launch their heart centered healing businesses and make money doing what they love. So, I hope that you enjoy this episode. And then, when it's over, be sure to learn more about Mooney and his work at the Mooneyverse. That's M-U-N-I-V-E-R-S-E, themooniverse.com. Or you can listen to his podcast, the Spiritual Business School podcast, which is also available on iTunes. And that way you get some more tips and information even after the show. So get comfortable and let's see what we can learn from Mooney today. So, hello, good morning, welcome to Reiki Radio. Today we have a very special guest, Mooney Syed of the Mooniverse and I have to say before we get started, I'm so excited to have you here to talk about five ways to start your spiritual business today, because I think for a lot of us in this realm, that's a challenge, especially getting into that business mindset. So everyone, welcome, Mooney. Um, I just want to share a few things about you before we get into this, because one, I think it's beautiful, the work that you're sharing, and you have such an impressive background with what you've done. And so this platform that you're building now is just, I mean, I'm thankful that there are people like you doing this work and sharing with us. So Mooney has worked with people like Tony Robbins and Wayne Dyer and Louise Hay, and also has done work with Hay House and Mind Valley, and didn't even Gaia. So, I mean, again, you are very familiar with how spiritual businesses work. And so, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. It is a pleasure to be here.
0: <laughs> no, it's such a pleasure to have you. And with this, um, I know that you have started this platform specifically for spiritual entrepreneurs. And again, given your background, I just want to start out by asking you, what inspired you into the work that you're doing now?
1: I, I wish I could say that there was a moment that kind of made it all clear for me, but it very much unfolded in a very kind of natural way. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no intention. It wasn't like I woke up and said, I'm going to be a spiritual entrepreneur. It was something that was revealed to me over a long period of time. And if I look back at it, it all just happened naturally. So. I can share a little bit about this story, but, uh, you know, I was graduating from New York University, excuse me, and uh, I was working in a law firm and I was working in a law firm that specifically worked on declining or stopping people from getting healing after car accidents. So I was very good at my job of declining all of these claims. So I was a claims adjuster in the, in the law firm. And so deny, 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 and I was making a lot of money. I was really good at it, but I was miserable. And so as fate would have it, uh, you know, my future was protecting me from going down that path. I wasn't able to keep that job because I wasn't planning on going to law school. So then I ended up moving to San Diego through another series of strange synchronicities that I could spend an hour talking about. Um, And when I finished my drive, I literally sat down at the house I was staying at. The TV was on and there was a commercial for a job fair that was on the TV. And I said, well, I mean, I may as well go get a job because I live here now. And that's when I showed up and I walked in there and I found the booth at Tony Robbins. And then everything that happened after Tony Robbins was just like being along for the ride and just being open and being ready and being prepared for everything that came my way.
0: Well, it's really it seems like ironic that you would have had a job that was denying healing and then you land into the space that you went into so i have to ask you once you started into this realm or this industry even was this part of your um personal belief system already or was this all kind of foreign to you and strange
1: no i mean i grew up very much at the intersection of a lot of different things um My parents are from India, but we're a Muslim family from India. So that already is an intersection. And then I went to Catholic school. So that's another intersection. And then uh, we had a really good family friend who was Jewish. And so I was raised uh, celebrating all of the high holy days. So I had the the Muslim background, the Hindu background, the Christian Catholic background, and then the Jewish background. All of those things combined gave me a really unique view into what it was like to celebrate different versions of spirituality. And then later in life, I think around the time I was in middle school, um, I joined a Unitarian church in Syracuse, which is where I'm from. And that brought it all together because then all of a sudden you're getting Far Eastern religions and all sorts of other things that are mixed in and the concept that it's okay to celebrate all of these different traditions and make it your own. So I think that educated me in a very large way, but I didn't know what it was until, you know, I was able to look back at it and say, what an amazing education in exploring spirituality and exploring religions and finding out what works for you.
0: Yeah, I mean, that, I was just thinking what, how fortunate you are to have had that type of exposure because a lot of people are, um, they don't. like They're very limited to one mode of thought or one religion and things like this. So it's really, I think you're really fortunate that you had that experience. And so when you came into this and you, with all of the, you know work that you've done, how did you come to seeing this need to help spiritual entrepreneurs? Was that part of what you did for these other companies
1: yeah it was it was very organic. I was working with an energy healer who was certifying people and training them how to do chakra clearings, training them how to go and do um, inner child cleansings for people who had mm-hmm. experienced trauma in the past of their lives, and just all the things that come up when you're trying to make a change in your life and all of the energetic vectors and, and little weird fingers that try to keep you stuck exactly where you are. And she was teaching more and more people to be able to do this. And it became really obvious to me that they were beautifully skilled healers in what they were able to do because their own unique experiences and energy were informing them how to be intuitive and how to help other people. But the business side of it was never there for them. So they would, it would never peak. They would never find that stride to be able to reach more people and really fulfill their mission, which is to heal as many people as they could possibly heal and to change the world. So they had all the skills, they were ready to do it, but they just didn't have this kind of little piece, this little push about the mechanics of business or the mindset of marketing or even how to buy a a URL or how to set any of that up. And it was preventing them from going out and making a big difference.
0: So a lot of people who do listen to the podcast, um, they're in the same boat and what i have found from people who reach out a lot of times the mindset is so critical so i wanted to ask you about that with the um, working with spiritual entrepreneurs or people who want to move into that take it from you know a practice into a business have you found that there's a challenge around getting into the business mindset because of that whole idea around You're not supposed to charge for your gifts and you're not supposed to charge for spirituality. So how do you work with people with that? And do you notice that a lot?
1: Yeah, definitely. You know, one of the things I learned at Tony Robbins that was really powerful is that anything, any form of success or any undertaking, a lot of it, when it comes down to it, it's 80% psychology and only 20% mechanics. Mm -hmm. So the mechanics of setting up your business is very easy. It's a list, it's a tutorial, it's, you know, five things you can do right now which is what we're talking about today Um, to be able to set that up and get it going. But the 80% that psychology piece is what stops everybody from moving forward. So in, in the experience that I've had, one of the biggest challenges is everybody has this feeling like, Oh, icky marketing. I don't want to sell. I don't want to charge. I don't want to this. I don't want to that. That's not me. And there's a whole story that's attached to what that is. Mm -hmm. And so what I try to do is help people see outside of that story or step outside of that story to see there's a larger responsibility as a leader in the spiritual industry for you to undertake. So one of the the way that that kind of comes up is this concept of within all of us, there's a balance that we need to find between the monk, which is the spiritual version of yourself that wants to give everything away for free and contribute at the highest level and be there and be a part of this beautiful vision for our future. And then there's the marketer that wants to get as much as they can get, out of you know fees and retreats and you know book deals and sponsorships and all of these things that can come your way when you have a business going. So being able to take those two identities with that are, exist within all of us and be able to have them kind of embrace and merge with each other so that you can find that happy center and be a successful spiritual entrepreneur. So that's that's the big kind of breakthrough that a lot of people experience when I work with them.
0: Well, I, and that just um, reminds me, I should point out that you are a business coach and a marketing strategist. So, I mean, that's very important to point out because a lot of those stories are unique to us individually and, you know, what may be a block for one may not be for another. So it's, it's very beneficial to be able to work with someone that can help you and identify those things because it's often hard for us to get out of our own way. So it's nice to have that support. Um, Another thing I wanted to ask you about this as well is I also have noticed that people have an idea that a spiritual business can only look or be one way. So can you speak to that as well? I mean, are there, have you seen that there are different types and can we create these businesses that are very like authentic to us?
1: Absolutely. All shapes and sizes. Mm -hmm. And there's no nothing's right or wrong. I think that's the way that you have to approach all of this. It's just what is. So there's going to be what other people are doing and you can look at that and be inspired by it. There could be a path that you want to create on your own uh, or it could exist simply with one client. It just depends on how you want to set that up. I know that there's people out there that that have, you know, one million dollar client and that's keeping them afloat. And then there's people that have a million one dollar clients and that's keeping them afloat. So it just is a matter of what feels right to you. And how you want to set it up but most of the time what we see is people who start as practitioners yes. and so it's a concept of i have an hour or 40, 45 minute or a 30 minute or a 20 minute block of time and i'm exchanging that for a certain amount of dollars and that certain amount of dollars you know is what i feel comfortable with at first and then you know the rule that you know i'll give you a little teaser but the rule is that once your schedule is full or you're at a certain capacity your job then is to double your prices. And a lot of people are like, oh no, I feel uncomfortable doing that. But the reality, and this is a lesson I learned from a a store owner here in Los Angeles, that a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs feel uncomfortable around the areas of money. And there's a couple of different things to look at there. One is your own personal relationship with money and what that really means. Like, what did you learn from your parents about it? What did you learn in your life about it? What perceptions do you have about what money means? And there's a really powerful exercise you can do as a meditation or as a journaling process, where you just ask yourself over and over again, What is money?
0: Mm-hmm. And you come
1: up with all the different answers that are in play for what money really is. And you start to unlock some of the emotional components behind it that might be keeping you stuck in your mindset. Um, and then the other piece that she taught me was really powerful is that if you think back to ancient times, when there were shaman and there were holy men and women and there were priests and priestesses and there were all of these things that were out there that you went to this spiritual sage to get advice. The reality of what was going on there is that the community took care of that person right. or those people. And so now we don't have a society where I can show up with a bushel of corn and thank you for, you know, taking care of me spiritually. So the only way we can show that gratitude is through money. And so if you can shift your perspective on it, that there's nothing dirty about money. There's nothing bad about money. It really is people being able, the community being able to support you for the work that you're trying to do. Then all of a sudden things start to shift and open up for you. So that's, and then the third thing I would say is there's a book out there called Nice Girls Don't Get Rich. Mm -hmm. And a friend of mine suggested that I read that. And I said, okay, well, all right, I'll go read it. And I kept an open mind. And it really is powerful for spiritual entrepreneurs to read that book because it unlocks a lot of issues that people are holding on to about money and about wealth and about success and about business. And it's, it's a phenomenal book. So definitely check that out.
0: That's a really good thank you for saying that and mentioning that. It's funny hearing you say that, of course, in this realm, you hear a lot about past lives and these types of things. Mm-hmm. And I know that um, a lot of people also uh, say that a lot of people who feel compelled to do spiritual work now or share or support others have had these past life experiences of being supported and so it is very like I don't know how to then ask for money in exchange or have this business mindset when I come from this you know this um cellular memory of people just took care of us mm-hmm. so yeah it is really interesting what does come up for people but I like what you said about the importance of being supported so that the work can get out there. And especially with the world we're living in now, I mean, it's critical. So yeah, again, very excited that you're sharing this work to help inspire people and support them and show them how this can be done and why it's necessary. So let's get into these five things of how we can start our spiritual business today. So what's the first tip that you have for all of us trying to get this work out?
1: Absolutely. This is my favorite part because this is that 20% mechanics part that we were talking about with a little bit of the 80% mixed in there. Okay. So the first thing that I would say at the top of the list is buy your business URL. And there's a lot of different rules and I'll go through them. They're really simple. Okay. So the first one, first things first, is that you want to get your first name, last name.com. So that would mean that if you are, if your name is, you know, Peter Porcelain, that you would get peterporcelain.com and that would be the URL that you have. And that may not be the one that you end up using for your business, but at least you have it, and at least it makes it real. It's an energetic message out of the universe that I am establishing this business. And so if you've been thinking about it for a long time or you've been doodling it in a notebook or journaling or meditating about what your business URL would be save yourself a little bit of searching and go and just get your first name, last name.com. Now, for the very few of us that that still exists, because a lot of times you'll go and look and it's a photographer or it's a fashion Not designer. or a real
0: estate agent.
1: Or a real estate <laughs> agent or, you know, all over the place. And sometimes you just can't get it. And that's totally okay. What then comes next, the next step down is, depending on what modality of healing you're in or what type of service that you create or you provide, you want to create the second choice, which would be healing with Mooney or mm. uh, readings from Mooney or readings by Mooney or whatever action it is from, by, um, and your first name so that it's a little bit more specific about what you do, but it's still unique to what you can have. And those are definitely still out there. Every client that I've brought to that, that level of being able to find the URL usually finds some version of it that works, and then they can get the .com of that. And I know there's a lot of debates about .com, .org, .healing, .this, .dot .that. The truth is, is that for right now, the .com is the most important. And in some cases, if you can't get that, you can't get the .com of Healing with Mooney, and you can't get the first name, last name, .com, then you can go ahead and give yourself a break and get the .org. But your goal is to get first name, last name. If you can't get first name, last name, then Healing with Mooney. And then if you definitely can't get that, Then we gotta get creative about what you're gonna use your with your URL. For example, for me, my first name, last name is available, but Mooney Syed is a difficult name for people to spell. Right. So then I had to make a decision about okay, healing with Mooney doesn't necessarily describe what it is that I'm creating. And you know, spiritual businesses with Mooney is too long of a URL. And there was a project I was working on where everybody kept making this joke about, oh, the Mooniverse, the Mooniverse, the Mooniverse. And I said, I wonder if the mooniverse is available as a URL. And funnily enough, mooniverse.com is not available. There's a, I think it's a science teacher in the Midwest that owns that. And then themooniverse.com is the one that was available. So that's the one that I ended up going with. So I kind of worked my way through all of those different versions of how you could do it. But that was the first big step for me was to say, I'm doing this. This is going to be the home of everything that I create online and this is gonna be how I do it. And so that would be step number one, bar none. First thing that you do is go and research and find that on whether it's GoDaddy or if it's Squarespace or any of the other services that you can use, it's usually you can get it for less than 20 bucks.
0: right? Yeah, it's funny you say that because I, I am going to look at now my modality with my name when we're done with this interview, actually. Yeah. But um, when I couldn't get mine, I ended up buying I Am Yolanda. And I don't use it, but I just, you know, but I like that you said at the beginning of that, it it also ties in putting the energy of that out there. So I think that's a very important thing, too, because a lot of this and in this work and even moving into that space of business is even making the claim, which a lot of people have difficulty claiming and identifying with their work. Have exactly. You... Yeah.
1: You have to look at it almost as like an energetic or an electronic house. That's how I've I've described it to a lot of people. And in some cases, I have one client that for years was chasing after the owner of the dot com of her business and trying to get it, trying to get it. And she finally was able to get it because they stopped using it. And one of the first things she did after she purchased it was is she, she did a space clearing on the website URL. Mm-hmm. So she energetically cleared the URL from all the stuff that was attached to the other business and so that she could start fresh and have this beautiful clean slate to be building from. So think about it that way too, is it's exciting for you to buy this name, to attach your energy to it, to clear it, to set intentions, to create a vision. All of that is tied into just a couple of clicks of the mouse and you know, a choice and putting your credit card information in for 20 bucks and just getting over that first big step is a huge accomplishment.
0: Well, I love even just you calling it energetic house. I wrote that down. I was like, Oh yeah. I mean, of course, that's a beautiful way to think of the URL and the whole site itself is your energetic home. Um, Seems like it'd be obvious, but no. So, okay. So what is number two for us?
1: So number two is, this is one of the ones that it's, it's, It's again, it's another part. It's an extension of this creation of a house, but you want to create a channel of communication so people can reach you. And so the next step is going on to Gmail or going on to whatever service you want to use, but I use Gmail and setting up your professional email address. It's way simpler than people think. There's a bunch of video tutorials. I have a couple that are in the works so that you can go in and now that you own your URL. So let's say healing with Mooney is my URL. I want to have an email address that says hello at healingwithmooney.com or mooney at healingwithmooney.com. Uh, and I want to be able to create that kind of professional level of service. So a lot of times when we're working in the spiritual space, we're gonna have some fun email addresses from the past, you know, like Fairy Sparkle444 at AOL.com. Those are all wonderful, and I I have my own collection of them from before I had a professional email address. But We're really asking everyone that's stepping into this space to really step up and be a leader. And one of those things is giving everyone the certainty of having a communication that they feel safe and secure and and connected to and when they're going back and forth between you and them. And that's really gonna be a professional email account. It's very easy to set up. It's very simple to do it in terms of connecting the energy of your house to the energy of that channel. And then all of a sudden you're able to send out emails and receive emails Over this, like beautiful, clean, you know, wonderful new inbox that's not cluttered with all the spam and everything else that you've been carrying around for years and years. And it really sets the tone for the communications around that business. And so that would be part two is setting up your professional email address so that you can really open up that channel of communication back and forth.
0: What I have to say I love about this, um, it just keeps. Echoing to me that it puts us in that again, the mindset like it starts to create that energy of mindset around it, but also that claim and identifying, like, okay, I'm showing up in the world as whatever it is that you do, and that's so big, I think. I mean, before we even get to the money part, right? Like, just yeah. having that comfort of saying, This is who I am, this is what I am going to be providing to the world. So, yeah, I mean, that's. It's, it's really interesting how this is like formulating an identity for ourselves, re-identifying Absolutely. ourselves even.
1: Yeah, and stepping into your power as a healer, mm-hmm. you know, and stepping into your power as a leader in the space. And I want to take a little break to mention that we're very lucky in this day and age right now to be able to have these tools mm-hmm. a few clicks away. And 20 bucks on buying your URL maybe and 5 or $10 a month on your email account. And what that creates and the possibilities that that creates for you, it was never this easy before. So you look at people like Wayne Dyer knocking on doors and selling books, or you look at Neil Donald Walsh struggling to get his message out there, or Louise Hay, or any of these huge names that are out in the industry, they all started exactly where we are now. Only it was a lot harder back then to get it going. And now for us, it's very, very easy, the mechanics of it, just to be clear, not the psychology, That's some work. But the mechanics of it can be really easy if you choose to
0: see it though. Well, and before we get to the last three, then I have to ask you this as well. And I want to bring this up. How much work and dedication actually goes into creating a business for yourself and what it takes to like the investment in sustaining that and these types of things? Because I think a lot of people get discouraged that they see other people out there and they think that those people just put up a website and they're like, oh, they're successful not realizing how much must have gone on in the background, but then um, also not knowing that it actually takes work on our parts. So can I just ask you to share a bit about that too? How much actually goes in in the background and the fact that if we are going to do this, I mean, isn't there some kind of level of like serious dedication that must come into play?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. When you're looking around the internet and you're seeing your favorite spiritual teachers, none of them formed out of the sea fully, you know, realized as a spiritual entrepreneur. They're still learning and growing at the same pace that we're all learning and growing. They're just a few steps further down the road than we are. And what the benefit of that is, is that you get to learn from what they've done. One of the greatest inspirations I've found is going and looking and seeing what other people have done Identifying the pieces of it that you love or the pieces that resonate with you and being able to kind of clue yourself in. Tony always says, Tony Robbins always said, success leaves clues. So go and look at your favorite teachers, go and look at your favorite authors, go and look at the people that are really doing well in the industry and see what they're doing that you're attracted to and see if that's something that inspires some form of action within you or a vision within you of what you want to create. So we definitely have the benefit of those that have gone before, for sure. Uh, the other piece of that I want to say is that we all have the possibility and the infinite possibilities that are out there to find the right set of things that are going to lead us to what we're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And I want to be really careful how I say that because we're not all meant for fame and fortune right. and we're not all meant to be the biggest names in the spiritual industry or we're not all meant to do these things. There is a certain happiness that you could find in, I have five clients and I have a full time job and I just do this on the side because it makes me happy. There's a Zen that's found in, I go and, and hold a spiritual healing circle during the full moon at my local yoga, the yoga center, and I just get a $5 donation from everybody, and I do that once a month. And on the other side of it, I'm an accountant. You know, There is no um, yardstick that you need to be measuring yourself against when you're entering this space. It really is all about what you and your larger, infinite self have in store for you in this lifetime.
0: Yeah, and
1: it it's not about a race and it's not about winning and it's not about any of those things. It's really about you stepping into who you truly are. And
0: so-, so you know. Yeah, I mean, well, there's three things coming up with what you said. I mean, one, I'm so glad you said that because a lot of people come in this and think it is one or the other. Like they have to trade in one aspect of their life in order to do what they feel called to do and not recognizing again, it is unique to all of us. And you can still share and support and do all of these things you love. And it doesn't mean that we have to be like the next Oprah or these types of things. And it doesn't make your work any less significant, especially if it brings joy to your heart and, you know, it is supportive in any kind of way. So I'm really glad that you said that because we can be hard on ourselves about the comparison and is this enough and that type of thing. But another thing um, of what you said the two things that are brought up for me I would like to ask you about is the evolution of our businesses. So just like you said, looking at our favorite teachers or whoever is inspirational to us, again, like they didn't just drop out of the sky that way. And so understanding too, for us, if we're just starting out or wherever we are in our process, that it is an evolution. And where you are today doesn't have to be the end all be all. So how have you, Um, seen that, I mean, across the board, and again, with who you've worked with, I mean, can you just share some insight around that, how things do change?
1: Absolutely. I mean, so one of the things that I feel fortunate being able to do, because I have a marketing background, and I have a spiritual background, and I've done a lot of dancing between my monk and my marketer to find that middle ground. One of the books that I read that uh, inspired me in creating a lot of the teaching that I do is called The Lean Startup. And it's a very heavy, you know, tech industry-based book about what it takes to start up a business and how everything is shifting. So that in the tech world, people are no longer building things from A to Z and then launching it. That they're actually building it from like A to C or A Mm -hmm. to D and then testing and then going all the way through to EFG and then testing. And then they continue to grow. And for me, what that turned into is it's almost like your business is on a spiral staircase. All you need to worry about is doing that first completion. And so you're going up the stairs and you're going around and you're starting back almost exactly where you were, but you're just up a level. And then you keep going and then you're up a level and then you keep going and you're up a level. So this first five things, these are the first five steps on that spiral staircase. And pretty soon you're going to find yourself going right back around and right back around. But each time with more knowledge, with more intention, with more confidence, with more, love, with more self-love, with more gratitude. And it just keeps building and growing and building and growing and building and growing until you're starting to reach some of the, the goals that you've set for yourself. So it is an evolution. It is okay for your URL to not be totally right right now. It is okay for the email address to not be exactly what you want it to be. It is okay for you know the next three things that we talk about to be what they are when you're starting out. Because the next time around, you're going to know more and you're going to be more confident. and You're going to be able to create exactly, you know, closer to what you want your vision to be as you're moving up and up and up.
0: So good to hear that, too, because a lot of people get stuck in the big picture and think if they don't have all the components for the big picture today, then they're not ready to launch or they're not ready to move or they just feel like I don't have what I need yet and not recognizing that it is a building upon. So really glad that you said that. And even, um, you know, the different fears and insecurities recognizing that the people who are successful, they, I'm sure they had their fears and insecurities and doubts and all of these things too. But the, the difference as I always say is that, but they actually took action. <laughs> Somehow right. they were able to, you know, move beyond that. So what is number three for us?
1: So number three for us is my favorite part of the whole process, which is getting yourself a little business card made. And again, like we were just talking about, the business card doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to have anything other than the correct spelling of your URL and your email address and your phone number. If you choose to put that on there, you can put a photograph on there if you want. You could put any other information that you want on that card. And what's amazing about that is when you go to a company like Vistaprint or Moo or any of the other kind of mass market printing companies that are out there, the first order that you do, usually get a really great deal on. So you could get a couple hundred cards for way less than you would imagine. And sometimes they'll even help you design it and help you put it together. But all it needs to do is to have the information of how people can reach you. So even if it was just your name and that you're an energy healer, and that this is my email address, and here's my phone number, and here's maybe a picture of me, and maybe even not, but here here it is, to have that card created is another extension, it's another channel of connection where people can find you. And the reason I love the business cards is because you almost get to create what I like to call little love, love letters that you get to send out into the universe. So when you get your cards in the mail, everybody, you know, remember to do this, and before you even take them out of the packaging, you can open them up and put your hands so you're touching all of them, is to put your energy, your intentions, your love, your purpose, your hopes, into each and every one of these cards. So that no matter where they end up or where they go or who finds them, you know, on a coffee table somewhere or stuck to the bottom of their shoe, or you know, in a fishbowl that gets, you know, pulled out to win a free lunch somewhere, or on a bulletin board at a coffee shop, or you know, falling out of someone's pocket or wherever it is, however it happens, you know that each and every one of those cards has your energy attached to it, and that something's gonna call the people that need to be called to you to pick up the phone. Or to send you an email or to reach out and find out more about how they can work with you and this is the that's why i love it it's so fun because it's not just like oh i gotta create my business cards <laughs> it's oh my gosh i get to create my business cards and all you're doing is just sending a love letter out into the universe and it's going to find whoever it needs to find
0: i love the intentionality behind that and even the idea it's funny you know i do energy work and i didn't think about doing that to my business cards, but I am revamping my business in the background. Like name change, everything is changing, yeah. new site. And I just ordered new cards. And it's funny because the first batch that came in, the uh, email address was wrong. So yes, double check your work before you press buy. Um, but the new ones have come in. So I'm absolutely going to do that. I like that love letter. Like we're, we're handing out little love letters to everyone we come into yeah. contact with yeah
1: and that's that's part of you know again you stepping into your this leadership role is that you know to be shy about handing out your business cards or be shy about putting them out places mm-hmm. or asking if you can even put them places is is you know what becomes part four of what we're going to talk about which is really stepping into this identity of the message that you have the gift that you can share the possibilities that you can help create Those are things that people are looking for. And Mm -hmm. you don't need to spend time soul searching on this. We know it's true. You and I both are working in the spiritual industry. There are so many millions of people, if not billions at this Mm -hmm. point, that are asking themselves these questions, that are searching for answers, searching for healing, searching for clarity. They're looking and looking and looking and looking. And what happens when there's so many people looking, they start finding. And so you want to be out there. You want your lights to be turned on. You want to be shining out into the world in a way that the people that are looking for exactly you are going to find you.
0: Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was thinking, I mean, and how fortunate we are, I think of the people who have shown up to do that. So say like a Louise Hay, like, thank goodness she, for whatever reason, you know, built on the work that she did and took whatever risks she had to take. And just she did it because we've all benefited from it. So, yeah, it's like you never know who you will touch and who you may inspire. And, again, it could be three people. Who knows? But, I mean, it still makes a difference. And, yeah, I mean, that's that's huge.
1: Yeah. And it's all, you know, it's a ripple effect. You could affect mm-hmm. three people. It could go on and affect, you know, three people each. And yes. keep growing and growing and growing and growing. And it really starts with you being able to smile and make eye contact and hand your business card over and and make requests and put yourself out there. That's what I say when turning your lights on it's almost like you have to you know go go within and say I'm flipping this switch now. And it is this is my responsibility, it's my destiny or it's my legacy or it's my it's my mission, it's my purpose mm-hmm. that I'm not going to put any of the fears or worries or or doubts or anything in the way of this. I really am going to give myself the best chance for success. And you just flip the switch Mm -hmm. and sometimes it accidentally goes off again and you just got to go in and keep flipping it until pretty much at at some point your lights will always be on. And that's the exciting part is it's a muscle that you're building. It's you flip the switch, it might go off. You flip the switch, it might go off. You flip the switch, it might go off. And you keep going and keep going, keep going. And there's speakers and teachers out there that their flip has been switched and they've, they've been on and they've been sharing for decades and then they step away because they need to do some self work or there's something that they want to do. And that's, in that case, I feel like you install a dimmer where you kind of turn it down a little bit and you work on yourself and then you turn it back up again. But it really is about shining that light out so people can find you. Uh, And that looks like in the real world, in every community in every city that I've been in, if you go on a website called meetup.com, you will find a spiritual meetup of some kind somewhere. Uh, And so I don't, wherever you are in the world, wherever you are in the United States, wherever you are, there is going to be some signs or some places that you know that are gonna be spiritual hotspots, right? So Mm -hmm. yoga centers, spiritual bookstores, crystal stores, Mm -hmm. um, uh, Zen centers, Unitarian churches even. Uh, There's all sorts of places that you can go to share and meet and connect with like-minded people that I'm pretty sure will believe a lot of the same things that you believe. And it doesn't have to be online, but it can be. The in-person stuff is way more fun as we can both attest to. Right. Um, And it really becomes a game. It really becomes fun and it really becomes powerful when you can hand your business card out, knowing that it's a piece of you and it's a little piece of love and a little piece of energy and connect with people and share what you love and share what you do and make it real. And that's going up to the owners of the store and saying, hey, I'm an energy healer. I'm doing a bunch of sessions. I'd love to have a workshop here. What does that look like? You know, you don't have to have dates. You don't have to have anything. It just is, hey, I'm here.
0: Right. Well, it's amazing listening to you say this. I'm like, it's funny that something that would seem so simple, like if we say a business card, like it would sound very simple on the surface, but you have literally shown how it's like a training tool in a way like it trains us to come into that identification and um feeling confident in our work and in showing up so i mean it's it's actually pretty powerful looking at it from this lens so thank you for that okay (laughs) and then what do we have for number four
1: So that was uh, so we did we did the websites we did the ur we did the URL we did the email we did the business card we just Mm -hmm. did the kind of getting out there oh yes getting out out. out. so that's number four sometimes I have to keep track too and then number five this is the part that is again brings it all together in a really powerful way because again up our spiral staircase now we're back where we started and we're at number five so we can take it up a level. This is called. This, the declaration of spiritual entrepreneurship which is a very fancy way of saying mm. yeah drumroll <laughs> your declaration of of spiritual entrepreneurship which is a way of confidently creating who you are going to be in the industry of spirituality in the space that you're creating in the the cards that you're handing out in the email address channel that you've opened up and in the home that you've created online and the spiritual the declaration of spiritual entrepreneurship is a little bit like spiritual mad libs so You get to create an identity around what you're doing so that the right people can find you. So you're putting out the right information so that the right people can be attracted towards you. So Mm -hmm. if you think about it, it's adjective, adjective, noun, verb. That's what you're looking to create. I am a dynamic, passionate energy healer who specializes in working with pets.
0: Okay.
1: That's an example. It's a, I am a... Expert in spiritual businesses. I am a powerful, engaging spiritual business expert who helps people launch the businesses they love. So it's it's creating this narrative so that you can say it at a moment's notice. So, hi, I'm introducing myself to you, right? I'm, we're, we're at a meetup. I've met you for the first time. I'm handing you my business card. Oh, Mooney, that's interesting. What do you do? That I know without any doubt at all in my muscle memory, in my energetic memory, in my spiritual memory that that phrase is going to come out of my mouth in a way that's going to land and make an impact with you. So it's this thing that you're going to have to practice and you're going to have to keep doing and keep refining and keep creating and keep getting more and more and more specific, but it's a powerful exercise to almost affirm and create in the world the identity that you're creating as a spiritual leader. So it's an, I am an adjective, adjective, noun, who, verbs. So that's the exercise that you want to create and you want to write it in your journal and come up with a million different versions and keep narrowing it down and keep working on it and keep working on it. And the vision that you want to have when you're doing this is, and I'm going to tell you a fun story. You have to imagine that at some point, somehow the possibility that you would be stuck in an elevator with Oprah is definitely going to happen. And you're going to have your 30 seconds in the elevator with Oprah when you get to introduce yourself and you want to be ready for that moment. And you want to be able to say, hi, my name is Mooney. I'm a dynamic and energetic spiritual business expert who helps people launch businesses that they love. You want to be able to say that clearly without tripping over it, without thinking about it, without stalling out, without all the things that we all know as humans can happen when we get a little flustered or we get a little disconnected from that larger part of ourselves. And it really allows that voice to come out and that larger part of yourself to come out and people to connect with that.
0: Well, that is such a powerful tool because I think a lot of us in this realm also have a hard time and get uncomfortable with thinking that we have to describe to someone what it is that we do or these types of things. So, okay, so I am adjective, adjective, noun, who does verb. So I would challenge everyone, work on that and then post it, post them on the, you know, post them online, go to Mooney's page. Post them online,
1: post them online, (laughs) write them down, share them. Yeah. You you know, eventually put them on your your third or fourth iteration of your business card. So there's a lot of different ways that you can use that phrase. But the the one that I think is most powerful is every morning, if you don't do your mirror work, start doing your mirror work, you know, right before or after you brush your teeth, you're going to look right at yourself. You're going to say, I love you. I'm proud of you, you're amazing, and then you're gonna finish up with your power phrase, your adjective, adjective, noun verb, your declaration of spiritual entrepreneurship. And you're gonna look at yourself and you're gonna say it and you're gonna say it and you're gonna say it. And it's gonna become an automatic thing for you because no jokes aside, I have a friend who was at a wedding about a month ago and Oprah was there. Wow. And so it's like, you never know when this is gonna happen for you to have the opportunity to walk up to some influencer Someone that you look up to, your favorite spiritual teacher, somebody that could be a business partner, somebody that could be a new client, somebody that could be a new best friend and be able to tell them exactly who you are and what you do without faltering and really create a powerful connection as you're doing it. So that to me is kind of the culmination of that first roundabout of that spiral staircase of creating your spiritual business so that you can really powerfully do it and know that Everything you're doing is building towards something else. Nothing Mm -hmm. is final. Nothing is set in stone. It's all growing and evolving. And it all has to do with you sharing yourself. And that's it.
0: You sharing yourself. That is so powerful and beautiful. And I really love that exercise. Like I'm excited to do it myself, in fact. And I hope that people really will post and share what they come up with for themselves. So now that we come to this part, I also want to ask, you know, before we go, Um, the work that you do with people personally, so if someone is, do you work with people who are at ground zero? They're like, I, I have an idea, but I don't know what I'm doing. Or do you work with people who are already in and refining both? Who can work with you?
1: Well, the answer is everyone could work with me. Mm -hmm. Um, that's something that I'm really proud to be able to say that I've worked in environments that are enterprise Situations where it's a company as big as Hay House or, you know, Mishka Productions and Celebrate Your Life or, or Evolving Wisdom or any of those groups that are out there. I love working in that space because you're able to create such massive momentum and movement. Um, and I love that. And there's a space for that. But my real passion is working with people who are just starting out. I love being able to sit down with people and take them through these processes, take them step by step through it in a safe and gentle and loving way that allows them to really flourish and not feel pressured or not feel frustrated or not feel anxious about what they're, what they're creating and what they're, they're mm-hmm. attempting to do. So that's my passion is working with people who are just starting out and I love meeting them and I love seeing what happens. And this is something everyone can look forward to when you finally get your declaration or spiritual entrepreneurship and you get it and it feels right. And you know, it feels right. There's this huge emotional release that happens of just finally knowing what it is that you want to do it's it's those unspoken things those things you were too afraid to say or you weren't clear about or you were shy or you were this or whatever reason you would come up with as to why you were playing small or why you were holding yourself back or why you were feeling stuck to be free of all of that and have a glimpse of what that future looks like Mm -hmm. is beautiful and that's that's what makes me love it so much
0: that is so beautiful and again I mean I'm like literally I have like tears in my eyes because I'm thinking how thankful I am again that people like you exist and that there are so many people now who genuinely just want to help and support you know change within ourselves healing the collective just wanting to love you know I mean it's just amazing to really be in this realm and see so many people just dedicated and wanting to promote love and compassion and just need to know how
1: (laughs) yeah 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 we need it i think that's something that's becoming clearer and clearer by the day at this point mm -hmm. is we need this kind of work we need this kind of message we need this kind of love we need this kind of energy out in the world um who knows what would be different or who knows what's going to become different as this becomes more and more in front of everything that's going on this respect this this love, this attention, this energy, this passion, like people sharing themselves, people seeing each other as human beings and as energetic beings and as spiritual beings, being able to see past all of the rules and the lines Mm -hmm. that we've created and really look at people for who they truly, truly are. And I think that would be, there's nothing to me bad that could come from that. It's all Mm going to be beautiful growth.
0: Yes, and like you said, I mean, it's a ripple effect. And like, as we all, you know, Shift and it just it it helps to uplift just by and you know I tell people all the time this too like sometimes we get so stuck in thinking what we can't do like I'm not helping enough people but it's like whoa do you know how much change you make just by showing up in love like that's it like you can show up in the grocery store holding this frequency of love and you've shifted the grocery store so
1: exactly yeah.
0: But yeah, it's, so
1: it's how you show up to everything. It's mm-hmm. eye contact, it's smiling, it's saying hello it's It's all these kind of like little human things that you can do that yeah. really show people somebody cares about you, somebody loves mm-hmm. you, somebody sees you,
0: mm-hmm. and that's
1: that's a huge part of unlocking all of this.
0: Yes, well, there's one last thing I want to ask you before we go. I wasn't expecting, and then I want to tell everyone how to contact you and connect with you on your work and all of the beautiful things that you're doing. You know, a lot of uh, uh, spiritual entrepreneurs also have a fear of, well, it's already being said and done. People are already saying or doing this thing that I feel so passionate about doing. But, you know, as we know, of course, there, there's something unique about your voice and your way and these things. So when there are people who are afraid that there's like nothing new in the zoo, so to speak. What do you say to that, especially with all that you have seen?
1: Absolutely. No one is an expert in you, but you, is my answer to that. Your journey, your experiences, whether it's in this life or a past life or a vision of a future life, whatever your experience has been is going to inform how you work with people and how you see things and how you relate to things. And so there's no one out there that can tell your story. There's no one out there that can do what you do. There's no one out there except for you that can do it. And if you feel like you're in a space where there's a million different energy healers, how am I possibly going to make you know, myself known? Or how am I going to make a difference when you're creating that adjective, adjective, noun, who verbs, the dot, dot, dot at the end of that is for whom. Mm-hmm. And the more specific you can get about the for whom, the more powerful the work you create will be. So if your for whom is, three-legged dogs with one eye that, you know, bark funny, and you get that specific, Is that's the kind of pet healing that you want to create, you will find those people and you will be invaluable to them. In the same way, if you want to work with couples that are struggling with the loss of a child, then you'll be invaluable to that community. So if you get very, very specific after your adjective, adjective, noun, who, verbs, dot, 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 for whom. Beautiful. And that'll help
0: you
1: come out of whatever that is
0: beautiful so there I mean I can't believe I feel like I could speak to you for 10 hours about this because <laughs> I mean it's all such beautiful information but I really love the way you've highlighted the significance of all of these tools and what we can do but how much like our own energy and intention feeds into what we're creating and building around our business and how we show up in the world. So I can't thank you enough, Moony, for coming to share this with all of us. So we did mention your website, themooniverse.com, so people can find you there. And are there other ways that we can find you? Like you have Instagram?
1: Yes, so my Instagram is at themooniverse, and Mm -hmm. uh, I am doing all sorts of fun things and connecting with fun people on there. So there's a lot to look at and view there as well. And then my favorite thing that I do, because I love talking to people, and I think I can sense that in YouTube, mm-hmm. is the podcast, which yes. is the Spiritual Business School podcast. It's available on iTunes. And that podcast, the reason I love it so much is because I'm talking to spiritual entrepreneurs that are just like everybody else, just starting out, what their story was, what their moment of awakening was, when did they decide to start moving in this direction, what struggles have they gone through, what mm-hmm. victories have they had from start to finish. And I think that's the most exciting part is to see that everyone listening, everybody watching, everyone encountering this information, we're all starting in the same place. We're all just discovering like, is this real? Can I do this? Will people like this? Will people be interested? Can I charge for this? Can I be successful? Can I express myself? Like all these questions that we're all working with all the time as we're creating these spiritual businesses, we're all in it together. And yeah. so, the more you can share, and the more you can hear about other people's journeys, the more it's going to inspire your journey as well. So that's why yes. I love the
0: podcast. Yeah, the podcasting is amazing because we get to share globally, and I think that's one of the things that's so powerful about it too. It really, it, it doesn't limit us, you know. So the Spiritual Business School podcast. Make sure yeah. to go tune into that on iTunes today. Subscribe to it, rate the Please. show, yes, and help to get Mooney's work out there because again. I mean, just like you said, we're in this all together. And the more we support each other, the more this community grows, the work grows, the more we uplift. And so it's just a beautiful thing. So I thank you so much again for being here. And yeah, have a beautiful weekend, love.
1: Same to you. And thank you so much for everybody listening. And thank you for hosting me here on the show. And I'm really, really grateful to share this with you.
0: It was my pleasure. Thank you so much. Okay, so that was very informative, and I hope that you are inspired to start working on your own business with those beautiful five steps and that you will share your declaration of spiritual entrepreneurship with us. So you can go to themooniverse.com. The link is provided down in the show description, and you can also come over to my Facebook page, which is Uchi Wellness, and share there whatever you come up with for your own declaration, I would love to hear. So I want to give a special thanks again to Mooney for taking time to give us this information to support all of us, because just like he said, we're in this all together. So I hope that you all have a beautiful day, and remember to always journey in love.